0: Rebecca Schisler-Marshall with Whole Body Upgrade, a podcast to help you get unstuck, feel better, and have more energy. Let's get started. Hello, my friends. This is Rebecca Schisler-Marshall, and I'm here to talk to you today about what to do when this shit hits the fan. And I feel like this has been something I've really needed to practice right now. So I thought if I'm needing to practice this, then there are probably other people out here who would like to have some ideas for what to do. There are a lot of people who are really struggling right now. I hear from clients and from friends. And my own experience is that I'm not sleeping well at night. There's more irritability and anxiousness. I've even had some clients complaining of nauseousness or restlessness. So I wanted to talk about this because we are in it's an unprecedented times. And I've seen people say like, I miss precedented times, right? And here we are. So how can we take care of ourselves in the very best way we can? When we're dealing with things that are super challenging, like the circumstance really is challenging. So I wanted to look at this from a perspective of the centered wellness framework of the five wellness bodies to give you an idea of when things are burning around you or falling down around you, which they are, right? As we talked about in the last podcast, systems are crumbling. And we need to find ways to support ourselves. It doesn't mean going into a hole or in a cave in the Himalayan mountains and doing nothing. It means how can we support ourselves so that we can continue to be present for our children so that we can be productive at work when we need to, if we need to. Maybe we can take time off. And that's amazing too, right? Like the ability to rest is not supported in our culture and hugely, hugely important. So let's talk about this. Let's talk about what we can do. Here are just some ideas. This is not a totally exhaustive list, but it's what I did, have been doing to support myself because um, if you're on my newsletter list, you received my newsletter this week that said that I was three feet in, which I was. I was really struggling. I was in some pretty deep misery as my son says so like you're on the struggle bus. Like yeah. Yeah, honey, I am. <laughs> and that's okay, right? We can be on the struggle bus sometimes. That's that's how it is. My perspective is that, you know, it's not going to be happy all the time. Being vibrant and well doesn't necessarily mean being happy all the time. There's 50% positive and 50% not positive, right? Sadness, anger, those things are part of who we are. And so we're not pushing away. And it's okay to do these things to take care of ourselves. So I want to talk about these five wellness bodies. And I'll start first with a physical because this is one that most people think about when they're thinking about, you know, well, I got to take better care of myself. So during this pandemic, I hope that you are finding ways to not only move your body, which moving your body is very important. And I say that very specifically and move your body in a way that feels right for you, right? Movement, which could be running, it could be hiking, it could be walking, it could be biking. Or, you know, I've been trying a little belly dancing, thanks to my friend who sent me this amazing video that I was just playing around with. And it's like so fun or dancing, right? So many different ways to move your body. And for me, a part of this that's really important is being in nature. So that could be separate, you could be in nature, and you could move your body in one particular way. I like to move my body in nature. So hiking or running or walking in the woods has been it's always been important to me, but now I notice if I miss a day during the pandemic, <laughs> during all of the Black Lives Matters, this, there's a spike in Georgia right now in cases. So there's so much going on that my self-care has actually had to rise. Yoga is another great way to move your body. I even find a way to do yoga outside if I can on the deck or outside, if possible, it's, it's hot here in Georgia in the summer. So I don't always get to do that. But that's why I go back to, you know, how can I run, walk, hike in the woods in the morning when it's cool. And that there's something about the nature that really feeds me. I also try to make sure I get enough sleep, right. And this includes napping, listening to my body, not Oh, well, I'm tired, so I'm going to have caffeine, or I'm going to eat a bunch of sweet foods, but listening to what my body needs, and usually there is something about sleep. And during this time, I need more sleep, not because I'm necessarily doing more, but there is more emotional um, load that's happening. Another physical wellness body is to decrease the amount of sugar that I'm eating. I notice this, you know, my boys, they love dessert. Of course, everyone loves dessert, it's so super yummy. So I try to make desserts that are healthier, that have less sugar and I like to make them so that I have a little more control over the sugar but they still have some sort of sweetener in it like a maple syrup or honey or something um, that is, or even maybe a coconut sugar. And what I noticed is as I was eating, like I made this amazing gluten-free vegan blueberry pie. It was so delicious and, you know, fresh blueberries out of our orchard that we have, our blueberry patch and our neighbor's blueberry patch. And I had maybe uh, two days, so I had a piece each day. And I noticed that not only did my body not feel as well, but my anxiety increased, right? So that is where some of these wellness bodies, you know, not eating sugar is for your physical body, but it's also for your emotional wellness body and your mental wellness body. The mind starts to get very activated by sugar. It's inflammatory. So any other of these like inflammatory type foods, like processed foods, like chips or Fried foods, um, those, or for me, there I have a lot of foods that I'm allergic to. So gluten is an inflammatory um, food. Meat products are inflammatory. Dairy is inflammatory. All of those can increase inflammation and can increase your uh, immune system working harder and actually being suppressed then so that there isn't the ability to fight off some of these challenges that we have in today like covid Increasing vegetables is another thing that you can do for your body. It also, again, not only helps your body, but it can change your energy, it can change your mood, it can change your mind. So um, that's something to consider as well. Another idea is to walk barefoot on the earth as much as possible, or sit with your back against the tree, or I know it's trite hug a tree. But (laughs) these things actually can help the physical body, the again, the mental and the emotional body as well. So those are just some ideas of how to take care of the physical body using that, the five wellness bodies perspective, I mean, that particular wellness body. So let's look at the mental wellness body. So meditation or mindfulness, both of those are really helpful for when the shit hits the fan. And not just sitting on a cushion quietly, which is hugely helpful and I think is really great practice, but also how to bring it into your daily life. I try to use mindfulness when I'm doing any activity. I am not successful doing it all the time, but I try to pick certain ones like washing the dishes where I watch my mind, I come back. And actually for me, running is a huge mindfulness activity. Where is my mind? and allow it to come back to focusing on my breath, feeling the sensations in my body. So that is another way to keep the mental wellness body working properly. And part of that, part of the mindfulness is then noticing my thoughts, noticing my beliefs. So maybe I have a belief I'm not being productive you know that was a big one for me this week. Of, I'm not getting enough done. I need to get this done today. This podcast didn't go out as soon as I'd hoped it was going to and my mind had a lot to say about that. There were lots of thoughts. And I could change that, right? Thoughts are changeable. That's a really to me one of the key pieces that kind of blew my mind when I started thinking about the the mental wellness body was, "Oh, I may have these thoughts, but it doesn't mean that I have to have them. So I've been working on actively changing it to instead of I need to get this done today is, you know, um, I, I choose to do this today, or I would like to do this today. Or um, maybe it's, you know what, what I really need right now is self care. Right now, what I really need is an app. And it's okay. If the podcast gets done a day later, or a week later, or a month later, all of that is okay. And that kind of goes leads into the emotional wellness body. Because when we have those thoughts, the thoughts that we have affect our emotions. So if when I have the thought, I'm I need to get this done, or I'm not doing enough, there's an emotion that comes up in my body, there's a sadness, there's frustration, there's anger, there's guilt, there's all sorts of emotions that come forward from it. So I can feel it. I can feel the sensation in my body of what it feels like to have that particular emotion. And I notice that, right? That mindfulness piece is noticing what's there, acceptance of what it is. And then it influences, you know, my emotions. So when I change the thought to you know, I choose to do this or I'm, I'm going to give myself a break. Either one of those, there's more of a relaxation in my body. The emotions change. So my emotional wellness body might be changing the thought to a different thought that leads to a better feeling emotion, one that feels lighter, one that feels like a little more restful and easeful in my body. So sometimes that emotional health includes saying no. I, my husband and I were talking about this today that my kids were like, can you do this? And I say yes to them a lot, for a lot of different reasons. And it's okay to say no, right? So I'm saying no to people who are like, hey, can you review this paper right now for this academic journal? And I'm like, you know what, honestly, no, I really can't. I, it not for my own sanity, <laughs> and health and wellness. I know it would be good. Um, And we're in a pandemic, and I don't have to do um, I don't have to push myself. Uh, My health, my emotional health, my physical health is more important. So part of that is like I'm trying to be as kind to myself as I can be. Self compassion is a huge win. I was just on a podcast for the self compassionate professor. And we were talking about the power of self compassion and that change that can be made from just giving yourself a little bit of ease, a little bit of grace, right? So that goes back to the thoughts that I'm having and changing the thoughts or the physical things when I look at that pie, and I think, Oh, yeah, that blueberry pie is going to be so delicious. And then I realize that I want to feel good, that the yummy pie, I can choose to have that, or I can choose to not be anxious. And for me right now, I would much rather choose not having anxiety. Occasionally, yes, I do want the pie. (laughs) And that's okay, too. Right? It's just like making that Self-compassionate choice. Is is this what's the most compassionate thing to do for myself in this moment, on this day? Another thing that can be hugely beneficial is gratitude. Right. So noticing what I have, and really noticing, not just like, oh, well, I'm I'm grateful I have a roof over my head. It's like, wow, I I really am amazingly lucky. To not only have a roof over my head, but I have the internet. Could you imagine being at a shelter in place in a global pandemic without the internet? It, I mean, that is beyond me. So I'm extremely grateful for that. Um, And that really helps. Even just, you know, what I talk about with my students is five things that you're grateful for every day. Write them down. You can do it at the beginning of the day, end of the day, and just keeping track of different things, right? So not having exactly the same things that you're grateful for. Yeah, I'm grateful for running water every day. But there is a neurobiological change when you're actually seeking, searching for new things to add to the list. It helps you create new neural um, connections. And that's what we're trying to do is rewire the brain. And there's some really great evidence that points to that, how beneficial gratitude can be for rewiring the brain When we're struggling. So that is hugely, um, it's a huge part of my practice as well. The other piece that I thought of was limiting my social media or really just being on my phone. And for me, I think I've talked about this that social media is my vice. I I don't do a lot of sugar. I occasionally have the blueberry pie or the, you know, the sweet thing. But social media is my go to when I'm feeling stressed. And I have watched how the more I'm on social media, the greater my anxiety builds or increases. So I watch that how much am I on and I need to make sure I'm off by a certain time at night. And that helps my sleep as well usually an hour to two hours before and it's, you know, it's not just the social media, it's also the blue light that makes a difference. I also keep asking for the support I need. Hey, kids, I need help in in the house. Hey, my sweet husband, (laughs) this is not working for me. What can we do differently? Um, Or at work, if somebody says, hey, can you do this? And I reply, actually, you know, again, back to saying no, or I really need some help to be able to get that done. Another piece that's really helpful for me both, and we'll talk about energy next, is um, as well as the emotional body is finding quiet, right? That helps me, helps my mental w- wellness body, it helps my emotional wellness body, but just really having no sound or the sounds of nature, sitting next to the creek, uh, listening to the birds, the trees, um, you know, the wind rustling through the trees, those are profoundly helpful for my emotional body, and for my energy, right? The energy that I have, it's, it's very clearing. And then the other piece is that to find something each day that brings you joy, right? And it doesn't have to be the three-week Hawaiian vacation, because obviously nobody's going to Hawaii right now, unless you live on Hawaii, in which case... I'm so happy for you. (laughs) But doing that one thing that brings you joy. And for me, I was noticing like how much my garden brings me joy. So when I'm feeling a little down or I'm feeling like I can't move, sometimes I just go sit out next to my garden or water my tomatoes or um, just visit with my cucumbers. I like to, you know, I say to my kids, let's go see how the babies are doing. And you know, sometimes they're not doing well, and that's okay. I just love to be there with the plants. And again, that's another, you know, that comes back to being in nature, which is emotional wellness as well as energetic wellness. Being outside can be hugely, um, just change the energy that we have. So, switching to the energetic wellness body, another way to help when things are really tough is to listen to things that are uplifting and inspiring, as often as you listen to the news. I have noticed a huge difference when I'm listening to the news or podcasts that or YouTube or whatever that are a little heavier. Yes, I still want to listen to them. I still want to know what's going on. And... I need to limit how much and make sure there's an equal and opposite force of positivity coming to. So I read about the number of cases in Georgia Rising. And then I read about how there are people doing compassionate things in the world and giving to the food bank and um, fighting for justice for people of color and for black lives. So there are positive pieces that I try to balance out. And that has made a huge difference for me. And the last wellness body is the spiritual wellness body. And, and for me, you know, this one is a little more challenging to talk about, as I've talked about before. I have a very strong spiritual practice. And this is because I think for so many years, I was so anxious and so depressed and so just like needed more grounding, right? I needed to connect more with the earth. But I also found I need to connect more with my own ancestors, with the spirit of the land, with my own guides. So I began to find ways to do this, you know, years ago on a more daily practice. And what I noticed was during the pandemic is it was like the routine was all thrown off and I wasn't doing it in the same way. And so I started again with making sure that I welcome in the directions every day at my medicine wheel, that I was still doing the work, the shamanic work of of crossing individuals who are ready and willing to be crossed, to be with their ancestors. I've been working a lot with the land that I live on and helping those who have died on this land in the past four or 500 years, or maybe even longer, to be crossed to be with their ancestors. And just connecting with the elements, right? Connecting with earth and water and, and sun, the fire element. So doing ceremonies to honor ancestors, to honor the land, to honor these elements and my own guides has been a huge relief when things are really tough. So I hope that is helpful for you. These are just some ideas. These are the things that I've been turning to more. And I know that, unfortunately, tough times don't seem like they're going to end anytime soon. So I want to just encourage you to be kinder to yourself than you think you should be. To give yourself the support and the compassion that... um, really we all need right now first starting with ourselves and then hopefully as we take care of ourselves we'll be able to give that compassion that love back to the world all right friends thank you so much for listening today and you know feel free to reach out if you have questions about this There's, um, you can read more about how to take care of yourself from my Facebook page. You can also schedule a session with me, a shamanic healing session where we do some of this work together that really pulls the five wellness bodies together. So I really appreciate you being here. Thanks so much for listening today and I'll see you next time. Thanks for joining me on this episode of Whole Body Upgrade. If you'd like to learn more about working with me, you can visit me on Facebook or Instagram or on my website, that's centeredyou.com. See you on the next episode of Whole Body Upgrade.